I mean, I could use a margarita right now. You already got it. It's coming down. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Talking Through the Media's your home for entertainment news and reviews by fans for fans. Remember to smash that like and subscribe button. Send in your questions and your comments because we want to hear them. I'm Amy Newman, and joining me today is the elegant Chris Fagan. Who who lied to you today? Elegant. I have never. I will not stand here and be accused of such greatness. No way. Hey guys, welcome to the show. I am excited. And you probably already figured out why, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Yes, it is a special, special day, and it's not because I'm wearing my favorite Spider-Man shirt that's not only aerodynamic, but it breathes. I, I'm, I have a light breeze going through me right now. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but I am ready to get started with the, uh, with the show. Guys, if you want to send us a topic that you want us to talk about, something that's trending out there, don't just leave it up to us to, to, to figure it out. If you want to send it to For us, dummies, e- don't do that. Yeah, email it to us. Let us know what's going on out there. You know, I have yet to get an email yet, but I'm the, the door is open. I'm waiting. Do what we're for, guys. We're tired. Yeah, we're trying we to Otherwise, it'll be like a regime and we'll be the only ones to, uh, to, to bring you the topics. But if you guys have, are ever aware of something that's going on out there that we might not have uh, talked about yet that's currently going on and you want to send it to us email us at uh, mail at t3medias.com and um, we will if we deem it necessary we will talk about it but we have a few things that are queued up right now for uh, why is that trending hey i got it right and we'll uh we're going to talk about it right now so amy newman the the uh amazing outstanding amy newman what is trending out there right now. First off, Netflix is closing in on a deal to buy worldwide rights to Amy Adams' The Woman in the Window from the Disney-owned 20th Century Stable. The Fox 2000 adult drama, not that kind of adult drama, is the latest Hollywood studio to film... is the latest Hollywood studio film to bypass a traditional theatrical release and head straight for streaming or premium video on demand amid the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Woman in the Window, based on the best-selling 2018 novel by A.J. Finn about an agoraphobic child psychologist who witnesses a crime, wouldn't be a fit for Disney+. Plus. Directed by Joe Wright, Woman in the Window is the final film from Fox 2000, a label which was disbanded when Disney closed its merger with 21st Century Fox in the spring of 2019. Did you? Did an you adult, happen? an adult drama. I saw after the trailer. Agoraphobia after hours. Oh yeah, this is what, I, it's what I've been me. waiting for from Amy from from uh, um, uh, Amy Adams. I almost said Amy Newman. <laughs> common common mistake. Oh yeah, I see it. Actually, Actually, you know, if she died, if she dyed her hair, uh, yeah, yeah, I could see it. Like, yeah, she needs to get on my level. She, yeah, right, right. I mean, I, I mean, Oscar winner, winner doesn't matter. This is Amy Newman over here. You gotta, you gotta recognize. But have you? Did you ever uh, see this trailer to that to that movie, or did you read the book? Are you aware? No, of I did. It? I did a little digging on it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get the vibe of what it is. Yeah, it's, and I feel like. It was a good trailer. I feel like it's not going to be a movie. I, I feel like it's a good call because it's not a movie where it's like, oh, I really wanted to see that on the big screen. I mean, as... Do you do you if, feel like it's going to miss something for not being... You no, know, I, I think Netflix is... Movie? I think Netflix is perfect for it, but I mean, with yeah. with the cast, yeah. with, uh, was it Julianne Moore and um, and Amy Adams, I think... For, yeah, it is, it is a big name. For the time that it was about to come out, I'll, I'll say this: if if this was a normal time, if what's going on wasn't happening right now, this would have been one of those good, you know, good movies in between all the you know robots destroying each other, blockbuster summer movies. This would have been one of those good movies to come out like in the fall to lead us into the Oscar Beatty type of movies that are come that would come out into the winter time. I mean, if this was normal times, this would have been like. And you know, hey, let's go check out that uh, Amy. But Adams I movie. feel like there is a degree. You think what? Like we've been talking so much, and I feel like there's so much discussion about how is this pandemic going to affect the the movie industry. Right. And I do think there's a degree of like, yes, there are big names in this movie, 
But I do feel like it's a movie the vast majority of people would have gone, that sounds good. If I don't have the time, I have no issue catching it when it comes out on Netflix or whatever. So I, I was actually just talking to someone about, I, I would not be surprised if that is part of the shift we see that mm. I don't think the movie going experience is going to be destroyed, but I do think there's a degree of like mid-level movies right? where it's like, I, I, I'm not married to the, the theatrical experience for it. I could see those becoming more and more like a streaming services game, like I, the mid-budget, I, mid-level, and then the blockbusters go to go to theaters. I could I, I could see downgrading cinemas where movies of this tier yeah, become like, like a Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. You're right. You're you know you're probably right. Yeah, you're. You know what? As much as I, as I don't want to mention the word uh, COVID and or anything like that, it's funny because just a sidebar, real quick. Um, saying Wait, that you, you word, say it'll come get you. Like, no, it's it's, it's no. You look at the mirror and say no, it three YouTube times. No, YouTube will. YouTube will deem this a. It's 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 a, it's almost the equivalent of saying the F word over and over and over again. That's it'll ding you for it because that's that's a trigger word that they'll demonetize you on. But but uh I digress. Hey, I was able to throw the word the phrase I digress in there. Uh I I think you're I think you're right, but I think that this pandemic situation has done a done something for Netflix that it's um, it's evolved Netflix or the need for Netflix the way that it would not have happened organically or, or, or at, at all. I think that 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 thing where everybody was saying this is going to kill the the movie going experience and streaming is the future and it's probably going to happen sooner than later. I think that this pandemic situation has probably expedited that and yeah. and it's it's. Like you said, it's not going to kill the movie going. Yeah, I'll experience. die on the hill that people will always want to go. Like, if you have things like Avengers coming out, if you have big right. blockbusters, you want to see that on a big screen. Nature to want to be in a theater experiencing that with other people. Right, but if but if this this if this were to kill the the movie going uh, the the theaters, like if AMC weren't was not going to survive this and they had to shut down, and then mm. the movie theaters the chain slowly had to rebuild uh afterwards um then then yeah i mean what what you guys don't realize is that if the if amc if amc dies and then all these independent films or independent companies have to slowly try to re rebuild the uh the, the all the, th the chains that we used to have and get it back to its heydays this that means that between the time that when it died and to when it ever gets rebuilt again if it ever does that means the quality of movies, the big blockbusters, the three hundred million dollar budget films, those will be far in between. Netflix has shown us this. You will get a bunch of crap, 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 crap Netflix originals, and then every now and then a big, nice, you know, big, you know, budgeted, nice, uh, big uh, Netflix original movie, and then after that, then you get crap, 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 crap. That but we have seen gonna... a bunch of stuff like you know it, it was happening before all of this went down that right. things were starting to come out whereas like like i feel like the summer the first season of stranger things came out like right. that was the hype they must spent a lot like, of money that on was it. the hyped up movie of the summer like that was right. the popcorn like oh you haven't seen this yet you've got to see it right. of the summer right and that's so and that I, was a series know, I do yeah. think they're capable of it and because the way Netflix, I think the way they do it is they um, they judge is this series or is this original movie bringing us new subscribers? They that's how they judge. They don't release how they judge or rate a, a movie internally. Uh, yeah, they don't release their numbers. They don't release their numbers, but part of it is how many new subscribers ha uh, you know came you know came into the fold to watch this uh, this this original piece and how unfortunately and, uh, that system doesn't account for all the people like scamming their ex-boyfriends like right right like, <laughs> didn't change you know, your password getting that, yet getting that password and uh, and everything but that's part of the system and if a certain film like if for example a movie on the avengers level 
were to release on Netflix and it, it generate a million new subscribers, well then, yeah, then Netflix will probably spend 300 million movies for the next Avengers uh, level kind of type of movie. But if but if only a couple thousand or a couple hundred new subscribers came in, then they're like, you know what? It's yeah. it's not we don't we can't justify spending 200, 300 million dollars on the on a Netflix original. But um, so, right. yeah, I mean, guys, I mean, I guess long story short, and you should be like too late. Uh, wear a damn mask, because if we want to see these big blockbuster type movies coming out in the future. Uh, they're they're made for the big screen because that that justifies the uh, the dollars that are spent to produce them. Otherwise, we're going to get like lower budgeted type of movies, and they're going to come to the uh, to the small screen to the streaming platform. I'm not saying that that like the, the Spider Man costume running around. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, pew, 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 not, yeah, exactly. And he's literally going to make those noises, pew pew. But I'm not yeah. saying that the woman in the window is not going to be a good. <laughs> movies like movies like a woman the woman in the window uh, will be exactly what we're going to get moving forward if the movie theaters uh die they're going to be low budget yeah. but maybe the quality of like the script and the dialogue will increase and maybe, yeah, not bad, maybe that's a good thing but if but for all those people who like to see things blow up we we got to get this pandemic under control i saw i'm gonna that, go with i'm gonna go with I think that's the noise that he should make. I'm You're <laughs> still on that. <laughs> that's the noise that I make. Don't worry about what I mean by that. But anyway, <laughs> when but when the, I saw the trailer to, another topic, uh, I, I think we need to talking through the media is after dark. But when uh but when I saw this trailer, I, I was excited I was excited about that movie I, I love amy adams and i really love Ju, uh julian moore i mean she to i mean she's just a, a goddess uh to me but i'm not surprised that it's going to netflix but i'm i am excited for it but i'm i'm hoping that this isn't the sign of the times and that all these movies are gonna start coming to uh to netflix because i want to get back into the damn theaters but that's just me but guys let us know what you, what you guys think about uh about the the woman in the window coming to netflix is this a sign that netflix is and hulu and all these streaming platforms are about to gobble up all these uh movies that were planned for theaters and are now coming to um the small screen and streaming because of what's going on how long do you think we're gonna have to endure this let us know in the box below comment and we'll talk about it we might talk about it on we got your mail so miss newman what do we have next on why is that trend what what did I miss up the title again? Well, so funny. Speaking of Netflix, just this sweet little casual transition I got here. The second season of the Umbrella Academy released at the end of July. So far, it has scored high on Rotten Tomatoes, and fans on social media are screaming for a third season. I assume that just means all caps typing is how you scream on social media. But Chris, you got a chance to binge watch the season. What do you think? Of Umbrella Academy too. Well, Amy, I'm I'm glad you asked. This will this will be my attempt. You wrote it in the, in the, in the show. Yeah, that was staff, in the script. So. I'm like, I need you to I need you to enthusiastically ask. Hey, Chris, what did you think about Umbrella hey, Academy? And I'm gonna what is, just a question that popped into my head. Yeah, organically. I'm yeah, like, like I'm glad you asked. <laughs> well. I guess this will be my official, unofficial, like binge review of the Umbrella Academy because I did I get through it. I know I don't think you've watched Umbrella. Did you see the first season or the second season or any other season? No, I I feel like it's and this is like really all I have to add to the conversation. Obviously, the second season's great because I like vaguely knew this show existed, but the second season has blown up, and I'm I'm assuming. Part of that is people have time on their hands to binge watch stuff and talk about stuff. Oh, no. But I also have to assume it's fantastic because oh, it, it is fantastic. People... I can already tell which character would be would be your favorite character, and that would is it the umbrella? No, the well, what <laughs> the guy the guy who the umbrella? Can't... I assume he's like 
the headmaster of the academy. Well, the guy who's the headmaster named it the Umbrella Academy because he I think he carries umbrellas a lot. Josh T. Umbrella. So the there was a guy who I, I forget his number. It's fine. We don't need to. What do you think of? <laughs> well, there's the, okay. So if without uh without spoiling anything, I'll, I'll guess I'll get into my little my little review of of this this season. I saw season one and I was blown away. So uh, without spoiling too much, because I, I would very much recommend you watch this. Uh, yeah, it is, it is a superhero. Uh, There's a superhero. Uh, tv show but the way it's done is so is, is so brilliant so it's it's a like an r-rated superhero season Ooh. series or a team of, of, of heroes. <laughs> it's a team of superheroes that were uh they, they were all born on the same day they all have like uh these mutant abilities and this rich uh rich guy adopted all seven of these um these children to train them to be to be heroes to save the world and there's an apocalyptic event that's about to to happen, and you know it's their job to to prevent the uh, the end of the world. Um, and by the second season, it felt like the second season was a cookie cutter of season one. It felt like okay, we we went through all this in season one. Okay, there's an apocalyptic event again, and these guys have to uh, they okay. One person has the ability to teleport and time travel. I don't even know why I did that. He literally has the ability to time travel. Uh, but He just uh, runs really fast, and he's like, it's 30 minutes later than when I started running. Exactly. And well, that's the ability to time travel. Well, I'll spoil one little, one little thing, but it's right in the beginning of season one. So he... So he, this is a little one of the kids. He yeah. decides that he wants to use his power. He's like, he figures out that he can time travel if he, if he concentrates hard enough. He's warned not to. And he does it anyway. And he mm -hmm. accidentally sends himself like years way down into the future after the world has been destroyed. And he's stuck in the future for years until he's an old, old man. And then he finds his way back. Uh, but he teleports back in his old, like in, in his young body. And he's a 70 something year old man who teleports back into his 13 year old body. So he's oh, so he's now trying to save the world and tell his brothers and sisters who also have superpowers, help me, you know, prevent the apocalypse. And so by season two, it, it all happens again. Like they 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 all get they all get stuck back in time. And it's once again, it's an apocalyptic event. The difference between season one and season two was uh that they they really dove deep in character development and and with each character they do they touched on a lot of things like the kennedy assassination they touched on silver the civil rights uh situation there's a there's a woman that's in the that's in the umbrella academy who's black and like for all these characters who get stuck in the 60s when they they, they travel back in time into the 60s all of them go they get separated they go their separate uh, separate ways one of them starts a cult <laughs> using a lot of uh song uh lyrics uh, to to uh lead his cult it's funny like it's like would you tell me more uh teach me your ways and he's like don't go chasing waterfalls stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to and they're like oh my god that's so brilliant and you know uh all you know these other characters go here they go there but the one the one character who's uh, a black woman um the one thing that I appreciated about about this, they weren't afraid to go to to real heavy topics. I mean, she was the only black woman in the uh, in the in the in the group. And what would a black woman be experiencing if they if they came from 2019 and got stuck in 2060? Yeah. Uh, walk into a um, a rest a diner and it's like uh, you don't belong here. Look at the sign. Kind of they went there and, and immediately it was it was. A lot of heavy topics and and I the I I love the fact that they that they really spent a better amount of time and about uh, uh with the character development and, and uh, us getting to know each and, and and every character a little bit better than what they did in season one. They did a great job in season one, but as with the little time that I have on this show to talk about it, I just want to say that that the the story development was way better. The character development was way better. I, as much as I love, if I gave a rating to season one, I would say it was probably an eight out of 10. This was higher than that. 
I wouldn't say 10 out of 10 because I, I rarely give that rating, but it was damn near close. Yeah. And uh, if you're not into comic book type um, of TV shows and things like that, um, this will still intrigue you because there's there's somebody that fits your characteristic. If you whether if you love action, if you love drama, if you love comedy, no matter no matter what your niche is one of these characters in this show you are going to gravitate to and i have a feeling that i know yours but i'm not going to say it now i would encourage you to go on netflix watch a couple episodes of the first season if if by season by episode two or three that you're like ah this isn't for me then it's probably not for you but i'm i'm willing to put money down that you're probably going to finish one in season one and two within like a week <laughs> that, that's that's how i mean i know you're not alone in, in really having enjoyed it so i will check it out just give give up season one episode one uh, a shot now i'm gonna go into more depth in this uh in this review but overall uh reading the reviews um uh reading uh the re other reactions and, and whatnot and i i'm I'm with everyone else and saying that this season is way better than season one. I loved everything that I, that I saw. I, I was totally involved uh, from the beginning to end. So I will do a, a binge review. I'll do, I think I'll do that tomorrow. And, and when I was thinking about making this my official binge review, but we don't have that much time. I, I'm going, I'm going to get real sweaty nerd about it uh, <laughs> a little bit la uh, later on to that. So I say, just go, go check it out. Uh, right. So, Let's move on to the next topic. Let's just get off of this because I know this was taking up too much time. <laughs> All right. And our last topic of the evening, uh, day, whenever you're watching this, time's not real. Mulan heads for Disney Plus in the U.S. and other select countries as reported on The Hollywood Reporter. In a surprise development, Disney announced Tuesday that Mulan, Mulan, will be offered to Disney Plus customers in the U.S. and other select markets at a premium price of $29.99, meeting September 4th. Yup, Mulan is among a handful of Hollywood tentpoles that have seen their spring and summer release dates delayed several times due to subsequent theater closures. Man, I know it's 2020. I know $30. Like, I know how often I waste $30 on nothing. But, ooh, that just made my butt, like, mm. when I heard that, I was like, how much? Like, no. No. Like, it, it made me, like, and I think it made a lot of people, like, almost a little irrationally angry. Like, I know my boyfriend did the same thing of, like, what? I'm gonna, have, you, like, your parents already play for the I Disney mean, Plus account we steal. Trolls, <laughs> Trolls World Tour and all the other movies that had to, like, debut like these theater act this theater home debut they were like 19.99 and and you were just buying the movie i think it's and again it's like it's dumb because how often have you spent like 30 40 bucks on nothing well, no uh, no you're not you're not buying the movie you don't it's still a technically a rental but i'm just saying like 30 dollars in this day and age is not an insane amount of money but i think principle of the matter <laughs> It's like, so I have to pay to subscribe to oh, Disney yeah. Plus. Right, right, right. Who pay you $30. Like I was talking, I, it's like, I feel like if they did a, even like a, hey, since a lot of our movies are getting moved onto this platform for an extra $5 a month, you can be on Disney like plus plus. And it's our like premium subscriptions are like, it's, this much to get all the like back catalog and then like five bucks a month to get. And I feel like people would be less upset about That's it. That's a good question. Like, like I didn't even think about that until you just said it. You have to be a Disney plus member to even tap into that. You're already paying the, what? I mean, it's a low price compared to other platforms, but that's like what I, that's it's six, seven ninety nine. I think. I feel like if they just looked at the numbers and, and figured out like, Hey, if we charge everybody like 10 or 12 bucks a month, we can sort of recoup some of our losses and, right. and just sort of phrase it as like, Hey, we're getting all this new content on here. Right. It's going to just be a little more expensive. And I think people for the most part would understand. I think people like the service enough and, and the monthly fee, even if that adds up to 30 bucks really quickly, people feel differently about it than feeling like I'm paying to pay more money 
to you're, rent. Yeah, within a month's time, you're de- you're almost paying forty bucks uh, for a for a plan. And I didn't even think about that for the people who are not members of Disney Plus yeah. who would have who definitely still wanted to see this movie. That is isn't. I didn't even think of that. Like, okay, total different direction. I was going to take this whole topic. Now, now let's go there. Let's let's spin the wheel. Here we go. Okay, so you're not a member of Disney Plus, but you're an, you're a regular moviegoer, and you were excited to see this movie. Okay, now you not only have to spend your seven ninety nine or six ninety nine, whatever it is, to get Disney Plus. Then after you get Disney Plus. You then have to spend $29.99 to get the movie. Now, if you're a person who lives by yourself, you don't have children or whatever like that, you are almost spending 40 bucks just to watch Mulan. Yeah, I feel like they very times. much price this for the like, oh, but if you break it down, if you're a family of four. Right. But not everybody's a family. family I know four. plenty yeah. of single people living. And it's not even like, oh, I'll have friends over and have a Mulan watch party and maybe everybody can you know at least bring a beer a couple oh, beers yeah, you're definitely drink. having a neighborhood party right <laughs> send nope, me five bucks <laughs> so yeah i don't know on top of that like i feel like the live action reboots have been so hit or miss i know people are kind of excited about this one but i feel like even ones like lion king where everyone was going this cast is so stellar this should be great right get a bit of a meh from people so i yeah i'm not paying i was I mean, expecting I, I, this I, one to be a hit less, but i i'm not paying 30 bucks for, for potentially that. now for the people who are already members of disney plus now then you're thinking okay um you're probably one of these you know you're probably like me you're in a family you're if you're you're going to spend the same amount of money if not less just a couple dollars less for taking your whole family out to the theater and watch. And that's probably what they're compensating for. That's why Trolls World Tour was $19.99. Uh, the King of Staten Island was $19.99. I thought $19.99 was a good average because if you're a There's person... something about that extra 10 bucks. That, that extra just 10 bucks. Just, it's like, I think I can just conceptualize like, eh, one $20 bill. That's fair, but I gotta start breaking a second bill. Mm-mm. No, Disney, you've gone too far. Some some of these families are just a family of three. Like a, a, the average ticket price is like nine nine or ten bucks. Okay, thirty bucks. But there, Disney's like no. The average Disney Plus person is probably a family of six to eleven, and you know they're getting a deal. Yeah, if you have eleven children, yeah, you're probably getting a sweet deal. But Disney is really underestimating how much of their market is just sad millennials who want to feel something. Who just want to, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 I stay single. Better. Per, exactly. I don't have health insurance. <laughs> exactly. And I think they're taking advantage of that. So yeah, you're right. Now uh, we'll get into it. There's a poll uh, that that we uh, that we conducted. We'll get into that to that later on. Um, on, on we got your vote. Uh, but yeah, I think you're right. Disney is, is is probably overestimating how many of their subscribers are are mostly family, and and so they they probably done their research. They probably know the average Disney Plus subscriber is probably a family of five or four or more. But but what about that? What about that single uh, person that loves Disney movies? That's uh, that that isn't subscribed and it's like these reboots too i feel like that is a good chunk of your market of millennials going i want to see what that i loved that you know mulan was like one of my favorite movies growing up but it's like i'm not gonna pay 30 i'll wait to see how the reviews are at the very least before i drop 30 bucks on watching this exactly i don't know guys let us know what you guys think i mean with take that into consideration the whole thing about if you're not already a disney plus subscriber but you're a disney movie fan and you were looking forward to seeing this movie this 30 not is that fair i mean if you were if this was regular times i know you're in the comfort of your home and blah 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 but if you if this was normal times you would on average be spending a 10 bucks maybe another 10 bucks on popcorn if you chose to go to the concession stand most people eat food before going to the movies go buy the ticket and just watch the movie and then go home there's just all kinds of stuff in there exactly but i mean is is this neat bottles of booze and stuff i don't do that if the police are watching i understand that maybe that extra 10 bucks is to compensate for the fact that mulan was probably a very expensive movie to make 
But if that price tag is has to be turning a lot of people off. Yeah, in fairness, I, it is a definite just kind of rock and a hard place for Disney right now. Like we cannot release this. We cannot just eat the cost of it. Right. You know. Let us know what you guys think. Guys, comment below on that one. Let me know if, if you're are you a, a, a already a Disney Plus subscriber? If you're not a Disney Plus subscriber but you're a regular movie goer. I want to hear from both sides of this where you, where you think, is it worth the price of admission? Almost Plus 40 bucks. I was just thinking, it's like, because they did Onward on Disney Plus, but that was like right in tandem with the launch of Disney right. Plus. Right. So I know for like, you know, my like household, we were kind of on the fence of like, do we want, is it worth it? And then that dropped and it was like. Right. I didn't oh, catch whatever. Onward at the theaters. I, and and it was it was awesome to feel like to see it at home. And what I feel like I was getting a great deal. Yeah. But, but this is something this point, that this is a different scenario. Every, everybody who would be a Disney Plus subscriber is a Disney Plus subscriber. So they're not even getting that. Like, we're launching this kind of with the channel. Right. You know, Hamilton, I feel like probably brought in some new people who might not have subscribed but wanted to see that. So I, I feel like at this point, it's really like, if if you're that big a Disney fan, you already are paying that eight bucks a month. So we have to tack something on, or we're just losing money. I mean, is is it bait and switch? I mean, I mean, technically, they weren't going to. Um, they they released onward early because the pandemic had started in the middle of its theatrical run. If this was normal situations, it would have had its theater. It would have uh, stayed another couple of months in the theaters, and then like maybe six months later after that, then it would have been available uh, within your already a monthly subscription for for Disney Plus, like just like any other movie. But now this is a movie that was meant to go to theaters. It won't be able to now, so they got to recuperate some of that uh, uh, money back. Now, after a certain amount of time, eventually it'll be. Quote unquote, I'll put air quotes on it for free within the 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 subscription. Uh, and that's the thing. I with, think so many people are just going to go. I'll wait. I'll just like, wait. Exactly. Are you? That, that's so the question. Anxious. I don't. I don't think it's going to be like a water cooler movie where it's like you haven't seen Mulan yet. Like for I think. We, I, for all we know, maybe it will be. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm a I'm a uh, I'm a film pundit. I'm I'm probably going to bite the bullet and probably play that that twenty nine ninety nine just so I can get a review on it. If if not if for all, if, if not any other reason, because of the fact that I know a lot of people probably will and probably won't, and this channel might be one of the only ones out there that might get a review. I doubt I'll, I'll be able to email Disney and be like, hey, can I get this for free so I can uh, give a review on it? Be like, you only have so many. Kids, though. Like, that does soften the blow a bit, I think. The more people in your household want to watch it, the more you can kind of start going, well, I mean, if. I mean, I have kids. I definitely was going to spend 40 bucks you. anyway. I was gonna yeah. spend that amount of money anyway going to the theaters. That's why I don't take them to the movies anymore. <laughs> but, but for me, it's a deal. But I know yeah. for a lot of other households, I mean, if you, especially if you're a guy that goes to the movies by yourself, that's kind of that kind of sucks. So let us know what you guys think. I mean, on, on both sides of the aisle, uh, we want to hear about it. Okay, and we'll talk about it on We Got Your Mail. Um, speaking of which, before we get into the uh, We Got Your Mail portion of of the uh, of this show. Uh, the last, I guess, trending topic, uh, I guess it's not really a, a trending topic. It's just a, um, uh, I, what is it? A, it's an, a situation, an entanglement we, that we're going through with YouTube, uh, right now. That fact that we, that we have, uh, hit a, a milestone. Thanks to, let me, let me put a full screen on her or to, uh, on her because it's all about her. Thanks to this woman right here. We have hit. 3,000 subscribers. A few are not, just like what, like a couple of days ago, she was already sending a, a thank you to our subscribers for 2,900 uh, subscribers. And within a week's time, because of a reaction that she did, uh, we already are over 3,000 subscribers. So we we did it yeah that's that's the milestone that i've been i've been trying to hit for the longest uh time and it, it finally happened so um yeah uh 3, subscribers thank you guys for for becoming a subscriber if you remember this channel started off it was uh me uh sean malloy sean is still out there sean is just so busy uh with his with with work and whatnot he, he rarely can get on the show if not at all i have to time it perfectly uh for him to be on the show but you're gonna still see more uh of sean uh you remember um 
not only uh, Amy Newman, but you also remember uh, Amanda Pearson's been uh, has been a, a host on the show for a short period of time. She says that she will uh, come back uh, some sometime in the, in the near future. We just have this is the timing thing. Um, a lot of the guys, the people that have come and gone, I'm gonna try to reach out to them all, see if I can get uh, some people to uh, to come back. But for the most part, right now, this is the uh, the Chris and the uh, the Amy Newman show. Uh, right now, I'll I'll put it to you like this: If I mysteriously disappear, it was trust me it was amy she she found a way to get rid of me but when if that happens amy is the person that that i trust to that to carry on the torch uh, of this show only if if she if she's willing uh, but uh th- that's this is the this is the person that I, that I really credit for uh for getting us over that that milestone so amy what do you think about the fact that we just hit 2900 subscribers and within a blink of an eye we're at 3K. What do you have to say about that? Thank you so much, guys. Uh, we super appreciate it. We super appreciate the support. Uh, it's been really cool just to really start feeling like beyond just, oh, people are liking and subscribing, seeing the feedback, seeing, you know, names pop up and we got your mail week to week and starting to feel like we're building this community. It means a ton. And I super appreciate in a time that is a little bit isolating and a little bit scary having something I know I'm going to show up every week and get to talk and laugh and have fun and talk about some silly stuff and uh, super appreciate it. <laughs> and speaking about some more silly stuff. So what I want, what I wanted to do was um, I'm going to run through a couple of uh, quick comments. I know that at the end of the show, we all, after we do the, the training topics, we, we cover like one, we got your mail. I'm going to do a quick run. Through. I, I, Amy always gets scared whenever I say, let's get through this quick, because that usually means a couple hours with me because I'm so long winded. Uh, but I'm going to try to quickly go through uh, a few of uh, these questions because they're starting to pile up. You guys in the community are really starting to interact with us and I'm loving it. So that just means I got to do a little recalibrating, a little retooling of how we get uh, your voices out there. Um, so. So before anything else gets like lost in the cracks and, and anything like that, I wanted to acknowledge a couple of comments that came through and, and try to get my feedback. So let's do this quick. We got your mail portion of this episode uh, real fast. I'm going to speed round. Exactly. Let's uh, wrap it up. Dozen subscribers. I wanted to get like a sound effect board, but I'm poor. So I'm just going to make this. <laughs> what? Just at random. Right. Like, I might just take my webcam into the bathroom and, like, toilet flush and something. You know, I think it's going to work really well. Oh. Bow, 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 bow. We go to mail. Pew, pew, speed round. Oh. Go for it, Chris. All right. You want, me, you want me to do it or you want uh, – I'll really... do it. All right. What's that? What was that first? Okay, real quick. The speed round edition. Let's Speed round, speed round. All right. First off uh, – in uh, in light of our 3K subs, we do have Marla Hudgens on YouTube who said, just subbed. So thank you for being one of the 3,000 wonderful fans. Yeah, Marla, appreciate you uh, uh, out there. Just she, All she said was just subbed, and I appreciate that. You were, Maybe you were the 3,000 person. I'm, I'm just going to officially say, Marla, you were the 3,000. Thank you. Appreciate you. Well, yeah, your mail for a very special thing. Uh don't do that. Uh, Treemark says these celebrities think they have so much power. They think they can say whatever they want. I think he was talking about the, uh, was that Seth Rogen? Uh, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like that was a Seth Rogen. Uh, I'm trying to put the appropriate stink on these We Got Your Mails. I'm trying yeah. to really get it. <laughs> I'm looking at it as an acting challenge. I mean... Like, Tree bark, you know? I mean, tree bark. Yeah, we technically they can. I mean, Seth Rogen is American. We can all say whatever we, we want. We can say what we want. We, but we all have the ability to react the way we want. So you, they say what we they want. I say what I want. You get to say what you want, and then people react. That's just the way the world works. I mean, quite frankly, I think Seth Rogen. If that's in response to like Seth Rogen being really vocal about Black Lives Matter, I think there's a very real like, I'm gonna say what I want people Deal who kind it. of get what I'm about and are, you know, on, on the level and the people I want supporting me, the type of people I want supporting me are going to respond and, and like me even more. And I think he just has a definite, I mean, he's been very vocal about just being like, yeah, some people are going to react badly. I don't want anything to do with those people. Yeah. So. He, he was cleaning house. All right. What do we got next? Uh, on Instagram, Trinidad, the Island man 
said, uh, at T3 Media's, I was surprised Netflix really did a good job with the new show. That said, I still prefer the classic look of the lions. The modern animation still used is too slick and smooth for my taste, but the stories were very compelling. I was having a, a Voltron conversation with somebody on Instagram. Me and we talked, me, I, I think I messaged you before I, I got some uh, a tip on how to grow on the instagram i think i sent you a link on that mm -hmm. and they said you know every every day interact with like 10 you know 10 people uh just how they're making friends y'all yeah that's so that's what i was doing i was reaching out to people i was answering questions and whatnot and we got into me and uh, trinidad got into a, a voltron conversation so that's what if that doesn't make sense that's what that topic uh was about i i mentioned oh i i love uh voltron i had the green lion as a as a kid so that's what that was so yeah i right. love that uh, look at that the internet bringing people together mm -hmm. the book uh, the buck rogers i'll grab this one the buck rogers 22 once again I, I personally can't stand kanye going back to when we were talking about kanye west uh but i hope he does get the help he needs and drop out of the election he was never in the election really i mean no i i, I mean i agree i hope he gets the help I he am, needs i am continually proud of the number of people I have seen looking at that situation with just like a lot of sort of class and empathy and just going, this is not a well person. I, and I feel like the heat has died down a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's best case scenario for Kanye and whatever he's going through that we all can just kind of go, we're going to stop giving you the attention. You take a step back and do what you've got to do just as a person. So exactly. fingers crossed for him. Uh, we have uh, Jim Uijivar, and I'm incredibly sorry if I butchered that, saying, could you please react to Burt Kreischer flying dildos? <laughs> so this was I'm on... scared to Google those terms, yeah, but yeah, this, sure, let's go. That's a comedian. Uh, no, I, I do know. I know who he I've is. Seen that, I've seen that, uh, that clip before. If you haven't seen it... It's, uh, I, I just worry typing flying dildos into a search engine. I am not surprised. Actually, be great. So who knows? Let's roll those dice. I'm not surprised that you guys love. Uh, I mean, whether you're a troll that just wants to give her a hard time, or if you're uh, the other, the majority of people who genuinely love uh, Amy's um, reactions. Here's the the thing that I'm loving about Amy's reactions. She. Amy has been. I'm just gonna let's peel the onion. Let's look behind the scenes here. Amy doesn't get reactions. Like I don't understand why people like to watch other people react to things. And the second she revealed that to me, I was I was thinking in the back of my head, people are going to love your reactions because you don't get it. You're not really feeling it. But I mean, I think I'm just so used to people like doing the passive aggressive pause when I try to talk during TV shows. You know, the like, all right, if you're going to say something, what? Like, I've been getting that my whole life. So I'm like, why do you all, why do you all, and I, some people are like, she's talking over it. And I'm like, I, this is what I was told to do, sir. Yeah, uh, I, yeah I don't, he's like, she's like, I don't get it. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm only doing this for the outlet. But no, it's, it's, it, but that, that means you're the perfect person to do, uh, Believe it or not, reaction videos are the the bread and butter. I need to do more of them, but they they have. If you go down the list of videos on this channel and look up the ones that are the most popular, it's all the reaction videos that that I've done over the years. I, I sometimes I get it, sometimes I don't. Uh, but but they our our core audience loves them, and and Amy is uncomfortable with a lot of topics. And trust me, guys. All those suggestions of the ones that you've uh, that she's probably you say I'm uncomfortable with a lot of topics like, 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 the, like the like the horror stuff and things like that. oh sure I thought you meant like like flying dildos I'm like no oh no I would never think that you were uncomfortable with <laughs> I just I think the weirdest part is like I don't think people realize not to be like <laughs> but it's like I am a comedian I do do stand up and I feel like people are baffled of like she like gets that it's funny. Trust me, guys. I mean, Amy, Amy, when you you would assume that Amy is, like is not like this, or you're gonna assume Amy is this or that when you. Uh, but she's 
she is she's always going to surprise you yeah exactly exactly that's probably what i was thinking like you like she gives off the vibe that she's like a sinister nun like no when you when before the cameras are rolling amy is i'm I'm, okay i won't that's my sinister nun impression (laughs) is that the vibe i give off Thank you so much. No, exactly, and and, and really I, that's, that's probably. I was ri- I was riding a little too high on our three thousand subs, pro- and that's probably why your reactions do so well because people probably are looking at you at face value like she's not gonna get it, she's not gonna get, it. and then the second you you start rolling, it's like oh she does y'all trust me, Amy Amy is is, is that none has a sense of humor. She is wild and crazy sometimes, but all right, let's just uh, rapid fire, rapid fire. Let's get to the rest. What's the next one? It's all right on instagram dayglow disaster aka violet femme says there is that old saying though a cluttered desk is a sign of genius uh that when i was having a conversation with uh another youtuber um friend of john campion mr robert meyer burnett um he did a he gave a i think he took a picture of his studio and it was a little cluttered and whatnot. And I, and I think I mentioned, I said my studio is the same way as cluttered all over. And he gave a compliment. I appreciate the uh, the compliment. Um, was it Day Glow Disaster? Uh, where he's, where uh, a clutter uh, desk is a sign of genius. So, yeah, I, if that's true, then my IQ is through the roof. Because of, Did you just look around your place, too? Or is there a little mess around there, too? Oh, my is it? I don't know. I'm going through. I'm going through some stuff. So, <laughs> I'm. 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 I'm in a temporary living situation. Right. Sign of genius. Re- what was yeah. that old commercial? Real men of genius. You remember that old commercial? It was. So a- I was born in 1992. It was in the 2000s. Get over oh, was it? No, I don't know. <laughs> but it was on the radio, so maybe you weren't listening to the radio uh, as much as I was. The what? The what? What is that? Is that a podcast? Is that an iPod? Somebody <laughs> programmed. I'm showing my age by saying iPod, iPod right? right? Jonas Blaine II comments, I'm guessing uh, Richard Madden for the next James Bond. We were having a, uh, a conversation, uh, I think, about um, Edris Elba uh, in one of the uh, videos. Uh, Richard Madden. I'm, I'm having a brain fart. Who is that again? He is... Okay, I didn't watch it. He's on Game of Thrones. Mm. He's, um, I think he was like the the boyfriend in Rocket Man. If you saw that, I haven't seen that yet. He's got the look for sure, but it, it's oh, just I one of. I think I like, know what you're talking about. Um, you got uh, now. Now he has a short hair. Uh, I think he's on a on an Amazon TV show like, now, right? Old handsome face, yeah, like very much king, like he was the king of the north, right, wasn't he? Like, what wasn't he the king of the north? I think on that on Game of Thrones, I believe that's what his uh, was. It wasn't he the one who died in the red the red wedding or something like that. I think that was him. My dude, I have zero idea. You I haven't can't... watched Game of Thrones? I did not watch Game of Thrones, and you know what? Now I'm never gonna because everybody was like, "We're done with that show." <laughs> that's one of those shows uh, when you he... tell people you haven't seen it, they're like. You haven't seen Game of Thrones. What are you trying to say? I'm like, well, based on and now, but now I feel like everybody's just like, that's fine. You, I guarantee you will watch Game of Thrones. He was Rob Stark on Game of Thrones, the King of the North. Yeah. All right. What's I feel like I don't know. I see that, and I'm just like, you're probably right, but I'm like, kind of disappointed. (laughs) You're gonna love it. Like, do do anything, anything different. You know, it's 2020. I am curious if some of the like, I feel like just over the last couple months there's been so much push for like more diversity in casting and more you know so i'll be curious if that has any bearing on he may be a future James Bond. Bond. maybe in 15 years maybe uh uh anorag gt 49 said regarding umbrella academy 2 t3 medias yes i did it took eight hours and sad face yeah i i asked him if he if he binge watched it in one sitting I said yeah eight hours took him eight hours he watched it i guess from the debut just crushed it it took me like three days uh that that, that's right impressive there. i used to binge that that used to be the thing on the channel i would try to catch it right when it, it debuted at like two o'clock in the morning and watch it till the sun comes up and then immediately get on camera but then i turned 40 and i'm like no not doing that I just, I just am a baby and cannot stay up past eleven o'clock. Past your bedtime. 
this past my bedtime. <laughs> no, that's not true. I can stay up late if I'm doing something. This is a tangent. I can stay up late if I'm doing something, but the second I'm watching something, mm. out. God. I've seen the first half of so many movies. <laughs> <laughs> and then like I'll go months being like, and yeah, I have to finish that finish sometime. That. And I don't. <laughs> so anyways. Fun fact, uh, Tree Bark Juan says Origins is so good and definitely worth watching. Uh, Ju- uh, Juan Origins is, uh, we, we were having a conversation. Oh, that's part of that. I see. Uh, uh, yeah, Tree we're, Bark talk- says, Juan we're talking origins. about the, um, I'm hipping with it. The, uh, Ring versus, what was it? Ring versus the, the Grudge. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Netflix has Juan, which is the Grudge origin so i guess it's the beginning of of the how the grudge you know started and i think it's a japanese the japanese versions that's why it's called juan so he says it's good and definitely worth watching okay i'm convinced i'm i will i'll start watching it this week i will i don't know if i'll give a review on it or not but but since i've been into the grudge and stuff lately i'll, I'll you gotta I'll, have something just for you chris it's I think for me it's, it's for me i'll keep it close to my heart but yeah that's um that's the rapid fire real quick for the uh for a couple of the messages for you guys that are that are contributing to the channel thank you guys remember if you want to send us uh any training topics that you want us to cover email us mail at t3medias.com and if you want to just send a comment question concern you want to complaint uh you that was funny when you said you want to complain and people really did that they, they sure they did do. They, do. they do and i love it I, i'm right there with you guys i hate me too yeah. my mic is too low mm-hmm. sorry i'll fix it later sorry yeah because yeah, my friend recently said it's like y'all can hate me but no one hates me more than me, me so yeah. like have at it i yeah. guess i know right but that's uh well, you I, don't I, like I, me try living up here for a day pal exactly i'm my own worst they talk too much over your stand up <laughs> did i miss a joke did i miss your favorite joke but We'll get into that later, guys. But that's it. That's the show, guys. Thank you again for guys. Thank you for three thousand subscribers. I appreciate you guys. Uh, we we uh, I'm bl- definitely blown away. I've been that's a milestone that I've been hoping to hit, and uh, we we finally did it. So uh, you guys are obviously telling us we're doing something right. We'll can we'll continue doing it. We'll uh, we'll take your suggestions. Anything you um you want to say? Remember, you can send it to us at T Three Media's on our social media. Um, but yeah, but I'll let me wrap it up real quick. That's the show. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, just uh, tell us if you like what you saw. Let us know. Support the channel. Become a subscriber. Uh, send us your likes. Uh, send us your questions, your comments uh, for us to read on We Got Your Mail. And you can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram or at T3 Medias. I am Chris Fagan. Uh, if you want to follow me, you can find me at Chris Fagan1980 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I want to thank you, Amy. If you want to tell everybody, where can they find you? Thank you for having me, Chris. I'm Amy Newman. You can find me at amy.n.newman on Instagram at amy underscore n underscore Newman on the Twitters and ruining your favorite stand-up set just whenever I get the chance. Just for shits and gigs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For, for shits and gigs if you and then guys remember talking to the medias was uh filmed in front of a live studio audience of uh muppets that i hand make myself so yeah enjoy now if uh let's just move on we're gonna go wrap the show up and let's uh and we'll talk to you guys later guys hey, appreciate it again thank you guys for 3,000 subscribers that is awesome uh keep up with us in the community and let us know uh what you guys want to see until next time guys when I did that, was that too much? <laughs> did I violate? You know, stuff like that. Oh, I don't think that's ever happened to me. I don't think Good. any guy that Good. I've been with has, has ever recapped. They'd be like, wow, that was amazing. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs>